We are back at it with week four of our 10 words to live by. I am joined with my lovely wife, Megan. Hello. And our dear friend and elder, Keith Kleins. Elder. He What's threw that up? in there. Jeez, I mean that in the most loving way possible. I yeah. Don't is it. that just because my beard's all gray? I, I mean, you have patches of wisdom, yes, but that is a, a compliment, not an insult. So, I don't oh, know well, thank you. Yeah, there you go. So. All right. So, we're going to start off with a would you rather. As always, uh, would you rather every time you sneeze, a bee pops out? One bee, just boop, <laughs> one, one bee pops out. Or every time you toot or fart, whatever you toot. prefer toot. to say. Every time you toot. That is so proper. It smells like it cotton candy. And it's also like purple. Like the air is purple. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is so descriptive. <laughs> Which one? Well, I am deathly afraid of bees, yeah. wasps, anything that flies and stings. So I would definitely toot. take the cotton candy toot. <laughs> <laughs> the toot. Keith? <laughs> I would also, because to place out a pleasing aroma in the world. True. Like, and pretty much I can do it at will. So, can you really? Yeah. What? You can fart on command. It changes everything about a toot. It's like, uh, it used to be a shameful thing. If that were true, you'd be like, hey, guys, I'm going to bless you with this this cotton candy aroma. I really love cotton candy, (laughs) Or you'd be like, hey, this room smells bad. Keith, can you come toot in here? (laughs) I mean, to think you're at the fair all the time, it would be be really awesome. What are we talking about? Okay, okay. Okay, all right. Goodness gracious. All right, all right. Breathe. All right, so commandment four is all on rest. Uh, I'm going to read it. It's Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 11. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son, your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. That was our rest right there. (laughs) Yeah, it feels awkward. awkward. That awkward two seconds, right? So talk to me about rest. What is your idea of like the dream off day? What does it look like for you too? Ooh, your favorite off day? I would, I mean, I love the beach. So mine would just be on the beach, hanging out, resting, doing nothing. I I like the mountains. The mountains. Um, Hiking in the mountains. Just taking a God walk would be nice. A God walk. I like that. Okay. I tend to talk better to God when I walk. Okay, gotcha. I've I've been thinking about this a lot, the the idea of rest, because I'm not good at it, honestly. And I was, as we were reading through this and teaching on it, I'm like, I probably need to be better about this. But I have a question, like, do you guys think rest means, like, just laying down and doing nothing all day? Is rest hiking? What What is rest? Is it is it getting off social media for the day or not looking at mm-hmm. your phone for a day? Like, what does that mean? Or for a high schooler, like, what can that mean? Does that mean they got to just chill all day what what does rest mean tangibly i've struggled with keeping you know the scripture says that he just read um honor the sabbath day and keep it holy i don't know i I think i struggle with the holy part what does what does holy look like in godly rest and so i've battled with that from time to time i've tried everything you know i mean 
you know, being an elder, I used to be very like... <laughs> being an elder. <laughs> yeah. I used to be very jealous of my dad that he could just sleep anywhere. I'm getting there now. I'm, I I understand what falling asleep sitting up. It like. comes with That's, age. It comes... <laughs> it must come with age. But I almost think that God's okay if we just rest our mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know that... That's what he means. It's one. This is one of those things that I've really struggled with through my Christian walk. For sure, it's it's complicated. Like I, it we, is. we were having talks about it last night even with some of the students, and I'm like, you know, for me, I feel most at rest when I have gone for a run. I've been outside. I and sometimes it's like cutting the grass, or I know that sounds yeah. weird, but you're like detached from the world, and it feels even though you're doing something actively, it feels restful. Like mm-hmm. you feel unplugged. You feel, and for me, running and stuff like that is time when I am detached. I can talk to the Lord more. I can, you know, be more intentional about my a prayer life when I'm doing those things. It's because I'm out of the rhythm of the other things. And I, I feel like that is kind of where we're getting with the idea of Sabbath. I think if you, you know, ideally it would be a full day of rest and connecting with the Lord and resting your mind, resting your body in and being really intentional with that. And I, I'm just like, I am I am not good at this. <laughs> yeah, so I think of the verse, uh, Psalm 37, 4, take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of, desires of your heart. So I think about the word delight, like truly soaking up who God is, uh, how I fit in his picture, and how I can worship in it, and, and just enjoy the things that he's blessed me with, right? So I think of, um, with that that verse in mind, and I think of the book uh, To Hell with the Hustle by Jefferson Bethke, where he talks about, I want to say he talks about this thing called pleasure stacking. I'm an Enneagram 7, so this is like my <laughs> language, where you take your favorite thing. I, I love food. I love experiences. You name it. So my off day is is like my positive motivation for giving it my all in the work week so that on my off day, I can be off and I get to soak it all up, all my favorite coffee joints, my favorite restaurants, experiences, whatever it is. And that is my day of both taking in delight taking delight in what God has given us and maybe disconnecting from, I don't know, my phone, technology, whatever it is. Your normal right? rhythm. Right. Yeah. So like exactly. Like you're 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 unplugging from your normal rhythm to kind of go into what, a day of vacation mode? Because I I guess to answer your question, I don't know that it's just laying on a couch all day. For some people, maybe that's exactly what they need. Uh, but uh, someone told me... I would go crazy. Me yeah, too. Yeah, like I would be stir crazy. Exactly. So so I heard uh, a long time ago, someone said, if you, if you work with your mind, Sabbath with your hands. And if you work with your hands, you Sabbath with your mind. So I am the one who I, I work with my mind. And, and the idea of, of cutting the grass or uh, doing a project... Working on the Jeep. That is... Some, right, yeah, yeah. Working on my car, like... That is therapeutic for me, uh, where most people will go, that was fun. It really was. Right. I can't really explain it. And and the weird thing is the result of doing that, of Sabbathing that way, it brings me joy in the process, but also after the fact. I feel rejuvenated. I feel recharged, refueled, all those things after that. And I know that's not everyone. I'm not saying it's prescriptive. You should do this too. But uh, I have found that because at one point I felt guilty. Like oh gosh, I, that means I, I can't. You know, if I if I read the the verse at face value and take it literally, well, I can't mow the grass. I can't work on my car. Well, then it's 
you know, I'm just being religious. I'm, you know what I mean? Right. Like, nope, can't do that. <laughs> Jesus healed, healed a lame man on the Sabbath. Like, well, I can't, I can't mow the grass on the Sabbath, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I tell my wife that, <laughs> that I can't mow the grass on the Sabbath. <laughs> Yeah, these teenagers listen to this and be like, Mom, Dad, sorry, can't take out the trash today. Right. It's Sabbath. Right. But I think, too, some of it is a, one part that w- they talked about in the book um, talks about we have to prepare for it. Like, we have to plan for it. We have, mm-hmm. to, we have to plan to rest. Because if we don't plan to rest, me, like for me, I will fill my day. I'll be like, oh, I'll just send this one email. I'll just do this one thing. Like, if I haven't planned to rest then I will fill it up with other things. And so I thought that was a really great point that we have to be intentional about it. We have to have a plan for it. You know, back a long time ago, they would actually like cook meals the day before. So you wouldn't even cook on the day, on your Sabbath day. Um, And so they just were super intentional about planning for it. So that was one thing I was like, I plan everything else. It's just the way I'm wired. But I don't plan to rest. And so I think that was something I have learned through this is you need to have a plan to rest. Yep. For those listening in and they're going, okay, I, I hear you, TC Keith, Megan, how on earth can I can I start somewhere? Like what can I do to to change what clearly is not working? I'm exhausted. I've never really considered, like most of us, how to inject rest into our our weekly biorhythm. What would you to what would you say to a teenager, adult, anyone listening in to this? I would say that the creator of the universe took time to do it. And if he can create the cosmos in six days and rest one, you can take a moment of your day and rest. You're not that important. I think a lot of times people think, I'm just way too important. <laughs> and it comes down to an arrogance. You're looking thing. at me when you say that. Mm-hmm. Are you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just checking out that cool new hat. I, I really like it. Right. But, but yeah, I think it's an arrogance to say I can't rest. Yeah, I agree. And I think, like, like, again, just the plan for it. Like, if we know we need to do it, we know, like you're saying, the creator of the universe did it, and we are trying to model our life after that after that rhythm. Like, just be intentional with it. If it is, I mean, I think in the, in the high school teenage world, a lot of it is going to be sports, school, and your phone. And so if you can break a rhythm with your sport, which I know is hard, mm-hmm. your school, and your phone – then I think that's a great starting place. But also, like Keith was saying, the other part is to keep it holy. So if you don't have a practice of reading your Bible, like be really intentional on that. When you rest, maybe fill it with reading your Bible for, you know, 10 extra minutes or praying for 10 extra minutes or giving something up in that time that you fill with something holy, listening to some worship songs, you know, something that is intentionally holy where you keep that time and that day Holy, and you're not just you know filling it with nonsense, but right. you're you're actually pointing it back to resetting your heart and your mind on what really matters and who really matters. Yeah, yeah. Someone asked me last night. So does that mean, uh, you know, I can't remember what she said, but does that mean I can't do anything on my off day? And and I don't think it's so much like for us to take it literal as in like don't lift a finger. So much as it is to look at the heart of the message there. Like there's something that has all of us other than God. Maybe it is your sport, your, your phone. Maybe it's a relationship that, you know, has to have a break, uh, a pause, whatever. Um, but to your point, Keith, like, uh, taking that, that word Sabbath Shabbat and, and ceasing from that, 
But but to your point, Megan, not just pressing pause from that, but also replacing it with something. And in this case, the something is God. It's scripture. It's worship music, whatever that is. Like something that to to draw you closer to yeah, him and that break time. that rhythm that has us weighed down, you know? Mm-hmm. So no, that's that's very good. Any other any other last tidbits of advice on rest? I would just say don't let it be overwhelming. Um, I think, like you are saying, start somewhere. Because we were talking, I was talking to some of the girls last night, too, and they are like, like a whole day, like do nothing. I'm like, just start somewhere and then work your way towards it. I am speaking to myself here, so I'm not I'm not saying that I do this well. Um, but just start with a practice and, and start this week. Say, hey, on Friday at 8 o'clock from 8 to noon, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm going to read my Bible a little bit extra. Have a plan. And start there. Yeah, keep it. Make it. Uh, make it an appointment. Put it on your calendar. So it's it all like comes it. down to discipline, just like life. So true. Yep. So yep. true. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to week four of Ten Words to Live By. We will see you next week. <laughs>